Classroom. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Shiva. Uh, with me, as always, is Andy and Samir. This is our yo, first yo. episode for Elevate Escape, where we talk about those really deep thoughts you might be having late at night. And speaking of which, it is late at night. It's 12, 12 a.m. So yes, it's perfect sir. for us to talk. talk for us. Yeah, it's perfect for us to talk about, um, you know, a topic that has been on the horizon for some of us in this um, podcast. Uh, <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> so I'm the oldest. Um, it's uh, on internships and jobs. Um but before I get before we get into that, just a little background on all of us. I guess um uh, I'll go first, and then I'll pass it over to Samir afterwards. But um I if, if you guys don't know, I am going into my fifth year uh at the university. I'm a finance major uh, with a minor in entrepreneurship. I'm just exited a startup. I'm kind of just looking for jobs right now to fill the void and to give me opportunities. So um. You know, primarily in the finance like side, but honestly, I'm trying to just get what I can get. You know, these days. So, yeah, Samir, uh, a little bit back about yourself and maybe your major is, and yeah. Yeah, I bet. All right, what's up, guys? My name is Samir. Um, I'm in my third year right now at UNR. Um, I just switched my major actually from biology to public health. Um, I'm still on the pre med track. And as far as jobs go, um, I worked at a pharmacy, still have my Nevada uh, state pharmacy license. So I'm probably going to be on the lookout for that. But that's just the, like kind of like in that bracket is where I'm trying to find jobs, something that relates to the you know medical field, healthcare industry. But Andy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I've had a probably like several jobs kind of just minor jobs here and there some some retail jobs some warehouse jobs uh saved up all that money and now i gamble it pretty much in a nutshell uh and i am a finance major third year at university of nevada um and we'll see where the road takes me yeah hey, it's professional gambling right professional gambling yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um yeah so well, we that all... crypto gambling <laughs> <laughs> hey we don't got we don't want to get canceled these days we don't want to get <laughs> <Crypto>. <laughs> nfts bro yeah <laughs> just buzzwords for uh platforms the algorithm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so we're all kind of in unique situations right now in our lives and um personally myself i'm gonna be graduating this fall so i'm trying to look for an internship this summer uh so then i get some experience so that when i graduate i have some sort of experience going into said job um but obviously andy and samir you guys have a little bit more time so um i would say um I'll ask this to you guys, and then I'll kind of talk about this. But how's how's the job market right now? What do you what do you, what do you guys think? Because you hear it all on the news, like how like oh, yeah, yeah the job market's booming, like there's so many jobs. But like I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it's just there's not good quality jobs. Like I'm talking like that are gonna yeah. pay you well. I think the thing not is in the like... food industry. Like I'm not <laughs> talking about the food industry, but like things like uh um. You know, retail or mm-hmm. uh, things like, um, um, you know, office jobs for college students, things like that. Um, yeah. 
You guys want to think, uh, yeah. yeah, for sure, man. So I think there's definitely been a little bit of overhype and it's kind of like misrepresented, I feel like, where it's like, you know, what you said, they'll do very like um, statistic based um, arguments, right? Talking about, oh, unemployment rates at the lowest it's ever been. But just going back to what you said, Shiva, I definitely agree with you in the fact that, especially for college students, I feel like it's been harder more than ever to find jobs that really like tie into your career path in the future in the long run. Um, and a lot of these jobs, at least for me personally, like kind of similar to what Andy said, I've worked in warehouses before. I've worked those, you know, um, side gigs and whatnot, but those jobs will always be there. And I feel like the pay for those has gone up. Um, but at the same time, the pay has gone up for a lot of these like more, um, I guess you can say like office related jobs, um, more like college degree required jobs where it's just been hard, man. I feel like it's been, you know, even the people I've been talking to, everyone's kind of just been like, people are qualified. Don't get me wrong. It's not like we're lacking any merits. It's just the market right now and trying to like fit all of us in, I feel like. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I don't really look for like too many jobs or, or know too many people who are more looking for jobs and how it's been if, if they can't find things like that. It's a, it's a different spectrum when you look at people like our ages who are maybe still working in kind of medial jobs and not quite looking for like full-on career jobs or like a full-on place to be working at. So you have to kind of also account for that. If you look at like job report numbers and things like that, they've been pretty – like I'll look at the job report numbers and things like that, and they've been pretty – on point with like consensus or estimates i actually think like maybe a month ago or a month and a half ago job reports actually came in uh, way above uh, estimates of what people had expected seems like that there's plenty of jobs out there new jobs being created for people but there's also there's like also you know people expecting a, a recession and, and whatnot and, and all that. But um, yeah, a bit. Yeah, no, um, um, you know, I, I think common sort of variable I'm hearing from, I guess, both of you guys is how you guys have done these like more medium type of jobs, like tell, um, 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 operations you know like warehouse stuff there used to be a time before covid when these would really like um those types of things those types of job experiences but do you guys feel that it's getting harder now specifically in our demographic now i'm not talking about like adults adults but like i'm talking about college students right now or even fresh graduates that you know, they don't really care that you're you did retail. They don't really care that you did a warehouse job. They're expecting you to have done, uh, let's say, an accounting like work at an accounting firm if you're in accounting since you were a sophomore. You know, um, because I yeah definitely personally, personally I feel like like uh just to give background I I worked at Apple. And I, you know, usually just having Apple on your resume looks amazing. It's, it's really great. However, 
a lot of these like higher firms, you know, like Deloitte, PwC, things that I'm trying to go into. Um, and obviously for you, Samir, it's you're you're in a different industry, but those big players in your industry, um, it feels like for those companies, they really don't care about retail. And why I say that is there's actually something interesting I found recently is that um big firms like PwC, Deloitte, uh, E&Y, they're all recruiting at freshman year level. That that just baffles me. That that changes the whole dynamic. If you I'm like, I'm like going, yeah. I'm like going. What, where do you stop? Like, are you gonna go all the way to middle school? Are you gonna go to elementary school? You're gonna go to kindergarten? Where you're gonna go recruit some preschoolers? Like, like where 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 does it stop? And I I think I think it's like we're kind of like it's especially like with our timeline because you know a lot of people you know either during COVID or post-COVID, they're able to assimilate to this, but a lot of the college students who are COVID and kind of went through COVID and coming out of it, like myself, I feel that um, we didn't, we don't really have those opportunities anymore because we passed those, you know, years that... Yeah, I wanted to ask you real quick, Shiva, based on what you just uh, touched down on, but kind of like what you mentioned about how a lot of these firms and, you know, um, companies are recruiting kind of like marketing towards younger and younger demographics. Do you think the numbers are adding up properly? Because wouldn't you agree that there would be more people that are in a better place, like financially or in a more like, you know, long-term job at an early age? Oh, I, I think, I think, um, you know, it's, it's definitely good getting them started that age. However, I feel that, on the other hand, it's like, what, like, do they even, can they even conceptualize a lot of the concepts you're talking about? Like, like maybe a freshman, yeah, freshman or sophomore, coming out of freshman year, maybe you can, you can understand certain concepts, right? Because you took your intro courses. I'm talking like a middle schooler, like a middle schooler, and they're starting to kind of get into that, like, age range. I'm like going, okay, like, what's the point of even going to college? What's, what's the point of, you know, uh, what's the point of going, you know, to high school or whatnot, if I can just go get a job, get an apprenticeship at these firms, what, like, it's, yeah. it's kind it of, it definitely changes the whole, like the way of how people think about it. And I think even like we're all in college right now. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't want to say like, there's a path, or time range, but you can argue that we we're kind of all in like the later stages of college. Like we've yeah. already lived through the freshman years, but I just think people who kind of coming into college, like high school age, are probably going to go about this a lot differently than maybe we did when we were in those ages. I I, th- I think it's I think it's dope. I think it's definitely great that there's more opportunities for these you know early kids. But you not like there's still people my age that. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there like that is having like trouble like in my specific industry trying to find jobs um you know that are kind of in my situation where I'm a little bit later in my college years you know kind of coming out of undergrad um a- Andy it looks like you have something to say man 
<laughs> he's like holding yeah. it in. He's like, going, I'm, I'm gonna wait. Let it out, Andy. Let it out. Right, let's hear it. Let's you hear know, it. man. I'm about to like, take the whole <laughs> argument down now. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, I'll, I'll add like a couple things. Uh, it, it definitely depends what industry you're going on, because because in some industries, it's literally player versus player out here. It's it, it'll be pretty competitive. Um, dep- at least depending on like what you're doing or what kind of, I guess, job or or place you're looking to work at there's a lot of people who just being around the right people can can get you very very successful and you don't even have to be the brightest you just have to be in the right culture the right group of people um and they'll help you you know get to where you want to get to so there'll be a lot of competition out there and and especially for kind of jobs and careers more on the finance side there's a lot of like potential and talented people out there and if you could really show that then again like there's certain things i think looking for jobs there's certain things they look for that they want people who are good at communicating they want people who are good in like leadership roles things like that so if you could show that you have like experience like that that's really good um but yeah, I mean, some industries, it's player versus player. It's competitive out here. Uh, they're looking for people who have good communication skills, good leadership skills, who could are hardworking and diligent. And sometimes it's hard to show if you have experience like that, like, like warehouse experience like I've had, it, it won't really help. There were some leadership roles I've had, but unless if you can land some good kind of internship or, or show that you've worked at maybe a prestigious area or went to school at some prestigious area, it could be a little difficult to get into some quality, more quality areas. Yeah. I, I find it I interesting oh, that you, um, no, you're good. Um, no, I, I find it interesting that you brought up how, um, knowing the right people matters. It, it, it's what can get you in the right door. Now I have something con- kind of contradicting that. So what if you do know the right people? So like, for example, a, um, you know, you know, a recruiter really well, right? You have um, some sort of um, repertoire with them, right? They know who you are. They know a little bit of background on you. However, it's not useful at all in terms of like getting you a job. So, do you think that how um like that kind of now in today's market like because i feel like i feel like it's hard it's hard to um you know obviously you can get to know someone but like sometimes it's out of their reach to do certain things and you feel like I really think a it's a common. thing like being at the right place at the right time. You know, it kind of just ties bingo. into what Andy bingo, said. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Because a lot of people, I've I've ran into people who I've not even you know my personal opinion, but you kind of just look at the record. It's like this person really qualified to do this job, but you know they've just made yeah. the right connections. They've known the right people, and yeah, there's a lot of universal job skills like what Andy was saying, like being having good communication skills, like being able to socialize with, you know, people of different walks of life, like 
being able to um, you know follow directions, give directions. A lot of these jobs or these traits will come handy in different job areas. But yeah, a lot of times it's like even if you're the most qualified person, sometimes you just have to make an effort, um, kind of going out of your way to find these opportunities, and that will open up the doors. I feel like. Yeah. No. Um. I think um we we're starting to talk a lot about traits and. I'm glad I'm glad we're bringing this up because I recently just had a thought about this is so you guys know that you've been told that when you're looking for a job, looking for a recruiter, they not only scour your job profile, but they also do a little background on yourself. So if you're like an interest, like, let's say the system, like said, yeah, this is candidate that we think is amazing from the criteria that you put in the filters okay boom i got the job resume okay boom 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 boom. quick 30 second glance then let's say they do a little quick search up of your name and everything that you say everything that you do online is on there you know is linked to your name in some capacity right so you think that some of these traits that maybe we can't get with or a warehouse or these field jobs, do you think it might be better time put into your branding, your personal branding and your social media presence? Because, um, you know, social media is what boosts your SEO, you know, your search engine optimization uh, for your... Can you go a little bit into that just for people that don't know how this uh, search engine optimization works? And Because I kind of don't know. I'm interested. Of course there. are the people. Of course are the people. But can you please explain it to me? Uh, <laughs> no, all of us. Um, me included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, when you're Google, right, or any search engine, for that matter, trying to... When you put in something into Google... It's trying to provide you the best result it thinks you need based off of that topic. So if I'm like going, hey, uh, find me um, uh, movie times for Ant-Man Quantumania, right? I'm just bringing that up because me and Samir just watched Goofy. That. But, um, <laughs> Goofy. Goofy. <laughs> Goofy movie. No, um, but it'll know that, hey, uh this company or whatnot like regal or century or whatever basically put like marketing like filters to basically market their ads and market their show times to fit specific needs of specific demographics so then google takes that information and like says oh we know you're in reno we know you want to go see ant-man and the wasp we know that you're close to this theater, et cetera. We're going to provide you this specific information. You think it's best for you. That's, that's search engine optimization in a nutshell. Um, also, specific keywords that you put into a website also get linked into Google. So, like, for example, obviously, like, you want your online presence to be high, you know, like celebrity status, you know, you want to kind of diversify where you're at. So like, for example, myself, if you Google up my name, I have obviously my Instagram shows up, but more importantly, my LinkedIn shows up. 
my um, um, a podcast I was on shows up. Articles show up about me uh, since I've done my startup. Things like that. And so, like, that's what I mean, like, when it comes to personal branding, because a lot of the things I was saying was more company focused and not necessarily personal focused. So for me, since I've diversified a lot of my stuff, it shows up and it's easy to be like, hey, this person, like Shiva, he's done these different things. Just to, just to clarify, Shiva, uh, Shiva is not capping if you look up his name. There's a UNR article on the student launches innovative startup. <laughs> so, yeah, no cap right there. <laughs> all right. All right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Should we have like a no cap, like, you know, like just like moderate? Like a no cap right. counter yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> That's more. Is he capping? Or, yeah, no. <laughs> a cap meter. Yeah. Cap <laughs> um, no, but I, I think um, that's so that's SEO. Um, so kind of going back to the question, do you think that in, you know, ignoring some of these medial jobs like retail and, um, uh, warehouse work or even like grocery, like being a clerk at the grocery store, you think that it might be better because everything is time, you know, and those jobs, you do get money from it. You get things. But nowadays, you also get money from social media stuff, too. But what I'm saying for more or less is, do you think, in your guys' opinions, that upping your personal brand, instead of going into those retail spots and whatnot, this is probably the best path to go? Because we already know these companies are, like PwC and Deloitte, they're recruiting at such a young age. So you're kind of like, like we've talked about before, like these, you know, it's setting the the future up for success, you know, it's giving more opportunities to them to be successful and to be with their company. But do you think nowadays we don't really need to go into retail? You don't really need to, unless, unless if it's like a focus, but really need to go into retail? Do we need to go into these warehouse jobs when it could be better spent by you know upping your you know uh branding this is the thing i want to say that's a good question but i know i think honestly but i think about the job so i've you know i've mentioned the pharmacy uh stuff but i also worked at a really high scale uh, you know, kind of like luxury living um, apartments in Las Vegas. And this was like in the Southern Highlands area. So if you're familiar with Vegas, like it's a pretty upscale, like posh kind of area. But even the stuff that I put on that resume, so I put like, you know, working at a hospital, working at a health clinic, put my uh, warehouse experience on there. And I think everything kind of adds up. I think everything just has like its own, like, it's hard to just look at and quantify, like, all right, you worked at a warehouse, how much value does a person have? But even just me working all my, my way up to the pharmacy stuff, you know, which did require a lot of, like, government license uh, licensing and, you know, a lot of, like, I, I would say, like, um, certifications. Like, yeah, exactly. Certifications, qualifications. But I still think the stuff that I put on my resume from even the warehouses and the way that I described them, you know, like, how I, I think it's about how you go on your resume, your CC, um, about how you like, kind of like, 
make it look significant, you know, you don't got to lie, but I'm just saying that if you work at a warehouse, you know, instead of saying like, oh, I moved around packages, you can say like, oh, I conducted operations regarding, you know, like just give it some more uh, layering, give it more texture. And I think everything just adds up over time. Sell that role essentially what you're yeah saying. exactly you know, like, that don't make yeah. it like sound boring make it sound yeah. like, it's kind of <laughs> like the example of like <laughs> like someone like hyping up they worked at like uber or whatnot like saying like yeah i i uh i worked at this well-established uh rideshare service that um you know um provided customer you know like very very extensive like wording to like you know a quote-unquote easy job uh andy uh did you have something yeah yeah i'll add on to some things um yeah, I think depending on your job and what you're looking for, some jobs it's a little more kind of lower barriers to entry. It's it's not too tough. They're like, okay, you meet, you know, ABC, uh, you filled out XYZ, okay, we can put you on the job and things like that. And there's jobs where it's, you know, very hard to get into. It's more competitive. There's not a whole lot of people who can do such things. And, and for those kind of jobs you're looking for that are kind of there, maybe more on the upper echelon of things, you have to look at, okay, the main thing you look at it is like, if I'm going into this work, if I'm going into this career job, the company, the firm, the, the man, the HR manager, they're looking at me as like an investment. They're going to have to spend time training me. They're going to have to spend, you know, countless hours, uh, reviewing my work and helping me, you know, succeed in this company for X, X amount of years. And so when you look at it, when you look at it from like a standpoint of like, okay, I'm going into this job, they're looking at me as an investment you needed to, you need to do like everything you can to show them that one, you care two you could fit in with their culture, things like that. Three, you have like good work ethic you can you know work well with them it's for like if you have experience and and show them that you really want to do these things um because like because the last thing you want is if you were looking at it from a perspective as if you were hiring someone the last thing you want is somebody who's not capable of doing something or someone who doesn't really care they're not passionate about the job or like someone who's not easy to get along with like can you imagine if you had like a team of 10 people, they're all great workers. Bring on the 11th person and they just completely are, are super hard to get along with, super hard to communicate with. And maybe they bring like a bad environment to like the rest of your other workers. Like that's the last thing you want. So that's why it's super imperative for people to understand that they need to have good communication skills and, and things of that sort if that if that makes sense yeah no andy um i i that all makes sense i think you hit the nail on a lot of different things uh, especially like That's barrier of entry with like certain jobs you know certain jobs have higher barrier entries and certain jobs not so much you know like uh and we'll use the same example the retail jobs the you know uh grocery clerk jobs the ones that need high demand you know they have high demand they need to fill that demand right so this is kind of going off of that um as this question just kind of popped up into my head is that we obviously see the economy really bad right now i don't care what these reports are saying we're feeling it like gas is up 
shoot, I went to Costco and paid four dollars a gallon. Like about eggs, man. Egg, oh my god, oh, don't get me started on eggs. Don't get me started on eggs. Like they're they're even worse. Um, it's hard to find, bro. It's like yeah, rare if you come across no. a good deal. And like um Tip: should've, Go to Trader Joe's. Invested in eggs. Go to Trader, Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, go to I've Trader heard, Joe's. I think you told me about this, but... Yeah, go to Trader Joe's. They're a little bit cheaper. Um, no, but I was gonna say, um, you know, a lot of these jobs had to raise their wage, had to raise how much they're paying, you know, uh, their workers. So, do you think that there's a higher barrier of entry for certain entry level jobs? Not saying that it involves retail or um, warehouse or whatnot, but just entry-level jobs. You think that barrier of entry has also been forced to raise, be raised because the now higher pay they have to give. And do you think that's correlated as well with, you know, just jobs in general? Do you think higher pay is like higher barrier yeah so that's what i thought you know when you when you start to see a lot of these wages uh going up but i've i've seen um you know i've had close friends who work at fast food restaurants like canes right and they're making like 16 to 18 dollars an hour and then when i just ask about their experiences like i don't think it's so um just getting into those fields or jobs like those entry-level jobs or because there's going to be people that work their long term there's going to be people that are in their like 30s 40s that are still working at these places but i think it definitely does um correlate with everything like the cost of living is higher inflation and so it's kind of just been forced to increase but as far as a lot of these entry-level jobs i think it's it should be you know at least if you're a qualified individual and you have you know proper interview skills and it should be i want to say like not easy but it should be like manageable do you think um um so I'll, I'll give I'll give some personal like notes right so I like I said before I worked at Apple um but I had to leave because of my startup now that I'm not doing my startup anymore um you know I've been applying to other golf spots and I to Nike I've also applied to Tesla and oh yeah i was i was with you when you dropped that nike application though yeah you get and, the, I, and i got rejected i got rejected from really? both oh that's interesting even with having apple on your resume man yeah so Crazy. the thing is i maybe want to ponder the question with you guys is that even do you think there's some sort of jealousy like companies of high caliber like apple right and you go work at like Tesla retail or you know um Nike retail. Do you think there's like some jealousy like oh this person thinks he's better worked at Apple? He's gonna have that mentality <laughs> when he comes in. I don't get it. Cause like you know, do you do you, do you think <laughs> they should hire you more? Val- do you think that's valid or do you think that's not valid? Do you think that that's what some of these recruiters are saying? Because I'm like going, you know, I've been told that like having Apple is good but that's what i thought too man but, but some it's... of these companies are not explaining that like they'll reject you but they don't give 
an explanation. Yeah, that's the hard part. And they're not required to. to they're not required, they're not required to. to, but it, it is kind of hard to see like where you're like, in the fault or what areas. Yeah, you it's made. like it's like what was wrong, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I want to know uh, as like feedback as an applicant, right? What went wrong? Um. So yeah, I like. I think. I do. You guys think that's a little strange? You guys, you guys think. Be be Andy, honest. You, like, you don't can talk, Andy. Go ahead, Samir. You got this. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shivo, that's it's a really interesting point of view. You know, I would have never thought about it like that. Where companies are kind of seeing an app like a more qualified applicant, you can say, and then have this kind of like resentment or sense of jealousy. I would think they'd be more inclined to hire you, but I don't know, man. I think it's probably just more. Um, there could be a lot of like surface level factors that maybe played a role in it. Like for instance, yeah. I've known similar people who just like companies were not hiring students. Right. And it wasn't matter how qualified you were, whether you worked at Apple, Google, you know, Samsung, mm-hmm. but a lot of them kind of just wanted like some, some people that maybe weren't in college. So they'd have more, like a lot of their sense of purpose and worth, you know, came directly from work rather than, you know, having a side, you know, not even, because you can argue like the companies want their jobs to be prioritized as the main, but if you're right, going to school right. for something else in the future, right, that's most likely your main goal. And then working a job somewhere else, maybe like a side mission. So they might just have other reasons. Why, and it's kind of, like you said, it's kind of unfortunate that we don't receive like, you know, even if there was like a, like a, a template or some way to go about like giving applicants feedback, as to why they weren't accepted, you know, it's kind of hard to make that judgment call, but yeah. And I, and I understand it as a business owner, my like a past business owner, when I'm like hiring people, you know, or like looking to add people on the team, it's all based off of needs of the business. Right. I hear this a lot from managers. You'll be like, Hey, um, whatever the needs of the business is, you know, like whatever we need, so you might get into this role, but you might get into this role because that's where we need you, you know, need people in, you know? So you make a good point, Samir, about that. I think I want to add on to that too. Yeah. I think a lot of these companies, right, they want to maintain their role as the employer and they will kind of want to have that leverage over people that, you know, I want to say like, they maybe see a lot of these college students and a lot of them have these decked resumes and they kind of see like, like I said, working at uh, major corporations, right? They definitely want to have this sense of control over you. And they don't, they don't want you to really be like, you know, it's almost like they want you to like live in the matrix. If I'm being honest with you, like they don't they, want they you want to, to shift employer. your thinking to yeah, their thinking. Exactly. And I think yeah. they know that if there's someone that's educated and higher thinking that they're using this company as an outlet for making extra finances, but in the long run, they're going to abandon the company and, it's like what you said, it's the company's needs. They'd rather just have people that all the way up in their 30s, 40s, 50s are working the same role, like nine to five job. You corporate know. slaves. Corporate slaves, literally, yeah, <laughs> 100%. Uh, Andy, uh, what about you, man? Yeah, uh, again, I, I don't know too much about what jobs the Nike and Tesla were and all that. We, we don't have to go into it either. Um Let's just say retail, retail. They were all retail in some capacity. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'll go back to kind of the what I what I what I said before about it being kind of like player versus player here. But like if if you were hiring someone and let's say you get like two applications, you know, let's say like one was yours 
And then let's say like the other guy, it was another guy, same age, things like that. But but he goes to MIT. I, I mean, like, come on, like it's kind of like okay, well, you know, things like that. So uh, like understanding your competition and things like that. And again, this might not be like a high barrier. Uh, like th- this could be maybe. No, if this is again, like you said, retail. So I'm not expecting it to be like too too kind of competitive and things like that but just understanding those things in the grand scheme of things like uh you know do you really have a chance against a guy who goes to you know mit or or yeah some dude at harvard unless if you have some connections or some kind of crazy experience mit Um, is the first one Andy thought of man did you get rejected from mit it's just like it's like you know get fucked yeah but but like that's like a serious thing like like do you know who's your competition is this job how competitive is this who else is going for this kind of experience do they have because it is player versus player like if you were hiring someone i mean me or the guy from mit i mean let's be real here i mean yeah you you, you toss my shit away and he's in it's kind of funny that you say that because like for us as um dudes like i feel like it's kind of like the sense <laughs> men, of like you mean men or or yeah man yeah, or just like, like people, you want to tell us <laughs> or just people in general right like um where you know if you were in a relationship right and you were with this like really really beautiful like stunning girl right but then you guys end it then you go out into the market trying to find someone and even like most prettiest girls will like look two ways from you and even like you know the ugliest girls will look two ways from you you know yeah it kind of it kind of has that it kind of has that it kind of has that like same sense where it's like man i worked at this like amazing company but like these companies are you smaller in comparison but like i totally like yeah i want to add on you kind of just like made everything click but as as men, right, if you want to look at just like the time, the historical progression, a lot of and, you know, I'm not saying I endorse these roles. I'm just talking like historically, like the precedent that's always been, you know, changing. But back then, you know, a lot of men's like intrinsic value came from becoming, you know, a provider, protector for your family. And, you know, a lot of women weren't working as much and people um, followed this more traditional role where like. You know, the, the men are out working, women's at home watching the kids. But going into like 2023, that's completely changed, right? It's taken a whole another flip. And Ooh. I just think there's more. Um, and I think if you guys look this up, right, it's it's everywhere. I've seen many like research articles on this. But currently in colleges, like throughout uh, university enrollment, like women have higher enrollment levels than men in general. And that kind of just changes the dynamic. I think we have more uh, competitors, but it's not necessarily like, um, you know, it's as under always this way, but it's just like something that we all need to think about. So, um, you know, here, you made a click for me. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, no, um, one thing that I, because I'm currently looking for internships and I've applied to like maybe 20 internships so far. It's been the grind. Like, I've literally st- stayed up till one or two a.m. just applying to fourteen internships in a row, and it's 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 just a numbers game. But one common denominator I was seeing was that there were women specific roles. Like it said, women consulting, women some you know, et cetera, et cetera. 
Now, like the secretary roles or maybe receptionist roles, something like well, that. Well, no, 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 not even those. No, I'm talking. I'm talking like <laughs> legit, like jobs, like legit jobs that were segregating men. Like they were like going, this is only for women, you know. Um, and how that make you feel? Yeah, Shiva, well, you want to talk on that? Yeah, you want to expand? <laughs> well, I, you, know, honestly, you know, why I bring that? Why I bring that up is we kind of get into the question of like, is the job market actually inclusive? if we have sort of the separation for, you know, like I, I get it. Like we, we need more, you know, um, we need more women in specific fields like STEM and um, business, you know, that have been male dominated, but at the same time, like Samir said, that dynamics changing a lot more women are entering the workforce, which is amazing, but we're also starting to see a rise in women only um job opportunities or internship opportunities that's um, funny that you mentioned that because like you mentioned or it, i mean this movie we got another click <laughs> <laughs> but yeah a lot of these um you know like billion dollar corporations right and there are companies that they own they've kind of gone about this new level of like inclusive inclusivity but at the same time when you're include like when you're trying to include a certain group right then you always have someone excluded so i don't feel like this inclusivity thing is necessarily like it's it's just a complicated issue right and i just i think it's so like, complex it's, it's not it's, it's not very black complex and white. it's not it's black, not black and, white. and white. Yeah. it's there's definitely a gray area and we're definitely kind of touching a lot of that gray area but it's like even if you could argue like if jobs are more inclusive right then why are um people still getting discriminated on their job experience right like it's kind of like the the chicken and the egg uh, situation where it's like you need to have job experience to get a job right but if you don't have any job experience then how do you get that job and that it just cycles over and over again right and do you think do you think it's a red flag when a company says like uh, like they push inclusivity like they make it known <laughs> that they push inclusivity do you think that's a red flag because it, it could be a potential red flag just yeah depending on other things too like if they mention that and then i see like those titles right if they're hiring and you see like specifically like if, if i read the job description it's like we want a young female from the ages of 18 to yeah. 25 i'm thinking i have the same merit i could do this role but at the same time you can't you know there's no, i'm like, not a female <laughs> yeah, there's no like it's no like you know um it's not coming from like a bad place but it's more no, so it's just not. like yeah. It's just talking about facts, you know, and we're just yeah. It's it's this new trend that we're seeing in the job market, which can be detrimental in the long yeah. run of things, right? Hundred um, percent. Andy, sorry, Andy's about to say something. Yeah, he has a whole list. He has a whole list of like stuff. He's like, going, all right, let's get to it. Uh, Andy, uh, we we kind of piqued your curiosity a little bit. Let's let's hear it. Wait, no comment. <laughs> he said no comment. Is that what he said? Andy, I swear yeah. I seen you on my ear. Yeah, on, he's like, like going, for a <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Maybe I said something that just changed your whole <laughs> It just it clicked. It clicked for him. You got the click moment. I got, got the click, man. Uh, plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. <laughs> um no, but I think I think it's very interesting, and we start seeing a lot more people—not just us, but a lot more people on the internet and in real life too—like talking about this sort of 
um, you know, job despair, you know, discrimination, not in terms of ethnicity, which it there still is, but I'm talking about the gender. And so I, I think it was really cool that we touched on because don't th- I think people are afraid to talk about it because they don't want to sound like they want to stay in a box. It's like people, yeah, they, 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 a lot of these narratives are pushed, right? And people think, oh, if they say something, like a lot of these people, you got to understand, I, they, they think the same way, but they're just scared to express it or they just mm-hmm. don't know how to express it. But exactly, there's something and I, wrong with expressing, like, yeah. I, and I, know, I, I think society, facts. I think society now is like so fragile that, like, yeah, like, like, bro, Mr. Beast got canceled. For literally curing blindness, like oh, like, I was gonna watch that video. Like, <laughs> I haven't watched like, it yet. Like, what's going on? Like, can you on, can you like, elaborate on that a little bit more? Like, for because I don't know the full context. Yeah, like, so, why did he get canceled? Do you think so he's doing a good thing? Yeah, they were basically like saying, oh, he's just doing it for like the money. You know, oh he's just doing yeah. it for the views. But the thing is, his whole brand, his whole channel <laughs> is dedicated to philanthropic yeah. work. Like. Like that's that's his brand. Yeah. That's what he's been built on. So it's just like kind of yeah. strange that these some of these bigger influencers are like kind of calling him out. I'm like going, dude, this guy's literally doing the definition of good work. You know, good yeah. to work. <laughs> so like I'm like going like society's in a fragile spot right now. Um speaking of society, um, you know, we all have um I hope some social life as well um but we all have a common denominator we're all in school right now we're all worried about grades uh we're also maybe worried about applying for jobs as self and maybe you guys are as well um my question to you is um i don't know if you guys have been searching for jobs or whatnot for your career um but how has it been juggling your social life and your grades of course your education but now having this third thing stress about which is finding your (laughs) livelihood after school um yeah i want to touch on that real quick so i've kind of noticed at least like depends on where you go about right but let's say i'm talking to some some girls right and i've noticed a lot of them like and this kind of just goes into what we said, right? But a lot of them are more dedicated and focused than a lot of these dudes out here, you know? Yeah. And they, they, I think a lot of these, these girls are thinking in the long run and they're, you know, they know that they have this societal change that they can be self-sufficient, independent. It's a great thing, right? But it's kind of made everyone a little bit more serious, right? In classroom environments, right? People are more focused kind of on themselves. I think it's become, it's always, we've always been in an individualistic society, but it's definitely you know, there is a bond to the extreme. It's yeah, there is a point where you would grow together, right? You find someone and you guys working up the ladder together. But now it's got to a point where people already want to be stable and they want to be confident in themselves regarding their work, regarding their persona, personality, everything they do. And they then, hate the you know, come up. They hate the they come hate up. The that, come that, up. That, yeah, they just, just want to skip have, that. <laughs> yeah, you just need to have like established value. And then from there, you know, then it makes sense. But it kind of goes both ways, you know. Right. Um, Andy? What was the question again? Um, <laughs> how do you, basically, how do you juggle social life, grades, and meanwhile, looking for jobs? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, I, I would say I, I would go with the generic, you know, balance. 
answer. <laughs> I, I think it's. I believe uh, the fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One word no, balance. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's. You no, know, at the end of the day, I think if you. I think most people want to balance. They want to enjoy their life and also, you know, get good jobs and things like that and really, you know, be more effective on what they want to do for like long-term things like that. But I think at the end of the day, if if, if you're not balancing things and then, then you have to sacrifice some things for others, that that's kind of what it comes down to because it's very hard when you're doing certain things to kind of like, and I was talking to a friend the other day about this, but, you only have so much time in the day, you know, there's 24 hours, you sleep eight or six or five or four or two. If, if you can run on two hours of sleep, which nobody can, but um, you only have so much time in the day and you only have so much time for social life for doing this, that, that. And sometimes you have to sacrifice certain things for others. Uh, it's kind of what it comes down to. Um, yeah. And I think um, for me personally, um, I've, you like the balance kind of thing, yeah. I, I like the balance, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, especially coming from a brown household, which you guys can relate to. There's <laughs> relatable. Like, there's uh, there's all this. On the podcast. I know, yeah. There's uh, there's all this pressure for you to, oh yeah, find something, be in a stable yeah. likelihood because it is scary. You know, you don't really see a lot of brown people on the streets homeless. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a thing. And so, like, for yeah. me, it's just, like, it's scary, you know, to be, like, to that, hey, I've done all this education throughout my life yeah, and to end up homeless. That's, that yeah. baffles me. Like, I'm, like, that's scary. So you had another me, click moment, Shiva. You just clicked something oh my in my God. head for me, bro. <laughs> but it's, like, I kind of want to touch on this, right? Yeah. When, like like you said, right, we're from, like, South South Asia and or our parents are right we have like a background with ethnic background from there we've been raised with those values um a lot of the way the world works and those parts of the world is different you know society is much different than it is in the west and it just goes back to what i said earlier right the reason you don't see brown dudes like in these situations is because they've been told their whole life right that we um most of our values and it come from how we provide how we're able to you know, provide for a family, generate income, and everything else will work out. But now you're seeing, you know, a lot of people that have fulfilling work lives, right? Fulfilling education lives, but now they feel like intimately or, you know, like socially. Um, lacking There's something. discrepancies. Yeah. In the, like whole shebang. And the whole, like, I think of it as like a, like a pie chart, you know, you have like these different pieces and they add up mm-hmm. and there's just like missing pieces that, make you consider right. like the other parts in your life, like, you know, work, school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, I, that's, that's, that's a really great example of like how I think of it too. I think of it like a, I almost like to visualize it because I think visualizing it in like some sort of char or graph definitely makes you like Nate more with like what, you know, um, you're doing, I think, um, you know, kind of we talked about a lot but kind of the last question that i guys that I have to you guys because this process can be you know uh stressful is what advice if you had to give one piece of advice to people who are in this process right now similar college students to ourselves or um graduates that have just graduated or about to graduate soon um what would be some advice um, in terms of this whole process for searching for jobs and internships and 
Um, yeah, I'll pass. You want to go somewhere. first, Andy? All right, let's go to Andy. No, no, no. Let's, right. let's, let's, let's go to Andy. Let's go to Andy first, since we have putting me on the spot, man. Uh, I'm being inclusive, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one people I, I really want to emphasize being surrounded and being around the right people. I think in I think in many situations, if if you're around you know, like-minded people, people who want to succeed and, and people who have the same ambitions as you and things like that. You, you're all set. I, I think that's huge. But yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to, you know, not, not everyone kind of wants that kind of lifestyle. Sometimes people really want to shoot for the stars. They want to be as successful as, as much as possible. They want to see how far they can push themselves they don't want to have limits. They don't want to be held down by anything. Um, and then some people are kind of just set with, with a more moderate lifestyle. So I think it comes down to understanding what you want out of life. And through those surrounding yourself with the right people and being like involved and things like that. That's pretty uh, solid. Pretty bro. That's solid. Joshua Samir. Yeah. So we can all agree on the fact the common statement that we want to live a meaningful life we want to feel like we've achieved our purpose or we're constantly you know kind of in the process of achieving our purpose but if i was to give one piece of advice right it goes back to what i mentioned about <laughs> finding like people a sense of worth has always come from you know like the relationships or how they feel you know in other parts of life um and you see a lot of people who've kind of like jeopardized their careers or they've jeopardized their like future they've you know, they've made sacrifices that never worked out. And, you know, a lot of these like relationships don't work out. So if I'm going to be real with y'all, my advice would just be to focus on you, bro. Like everything will work out. Um, build your value up, build your status up, you know, no matter what gender you are, like just get to a point in life where you feel comfortable with who you are as a person and things will work out, you know. Hey, just want to say facts, Samir, because that's that's honestly so true. Um, and personally, me myself and I, um, I can relate to that. I think right now I'm really just grinding, trying to get a point where I get out of college. I have a stable job. I am kind of stable that I can now like do some of the cool stuff that I couldn't do, you know, during this time, like go to like clubs and like meet Whoa. people and like all these things, you know? Um, Whoa. Whoa, what, what, what? Uh, nothing. I was, I'm not <laughs> muted. He said, Whoa, <laughs> he said, Whoa, buddy. Stop right there. Off this platform, bro. <laughs> Slow it down. Slow down. No, but um, okay. I would say, I would say for the people, because I, I've recently gone discouraged from a lot of these places like you know for example saying they have a job application available but then when i call them um they like say yeah that's already filled up I'm like why why did you have me fill it why why is it still available <laughs> you're dirty bro that's why, dirty. why yeah and it's not like one company it's like multiple companies that are doing that and they just want endless opportunities yeah you know, and filter filter and pick cherry pick out of exactly the crowd. yeah and sometimes so, they're you know they're just you know yeah and so for me mm -hmm. i would say uh as someone who recently got discouraged and kind of coming out of it i think i the best advice i've gotten in this process is going at it numbers game you know 
Yeah, you, for sure. You know, from the hundred shots, you know, you shoot, you're gonna you're bound to make at least ten of those, you know? So same thing, you know, it's a numbers game. Apply, yeah. apply, apply, apply. You never know what someone's gonna give. So I would just say that is my personal advice. And I think we all gave a great sort of overall meaningful piece of advice yeah. for every single part of this journey. And so um and not just only yeah. on the career employment, you know, we've we've touched on it in an in an area where it's like the pie chart we refer to where it's mm-hmm. like we're just looking at people as a whole and you know what mm-hmm. we can all do to better ourselves, right? Because right. we're not just robots that are pro- programmed to work all day. You know, we have our <laughs> social obligations, social yeah. needs and whatnot. So it's just the, the, a hu- good the way human to go needs. about the human needs, yeah, the human yeah. parts, you know, exactly. Very so. important <laughs> to oil and uh, you know, uh, make sure aren't squeaky, you know. So, Andy, do you have something that you want to like add on um, before we wrap up? Yeah, uh, Samir said something that was kind of important. Uh, he, he said the word like purpose. Uh, but yeah, it's important for people to understand like their purpose and, and if they have like a calling. And then, like you said, it's a numbers game. So probability and, you know, gambling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> about this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. But I, I think um, this is a really, really great first episode. I think I'm super excited to be putting this out. And, um, you know, uh, next next time, next podcast that we post a lot more content coming for y'all, like yeah, similar, no. you know, similar it's, experiences, similar, yeah. even more diverse topics that we're going to touch on. So yeah. this is just we, a start, y'all. And we want to make sure like we have some quality content for you guys, because um, at the end of the day, you're consuming the content we're producing and we mm-hmm. want to create meaningful um, content, you know, that um, yeah. you guys can absorb and take so kind of think about we want you guys to watch an episode and then be left thinking about your own life pondering pondering Pondering, yeah yeah. exactly exactly different Um, perspectives different you know like just just things that are even a little sensitive to touch on we want to bring these up and kind of like bring them up to the surface area where people can just discuss it whether that's with themselves or with other people Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I think it's a great place to wrap up, y'all. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for both of you guys, Andy and Samir, to be on this podcast. Yeah, you too, Shiva. Uh, uh, thank you guys all for listening in, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you. All right. Take it easy.